All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Roughed Up Podcast. We're here, episode 79, alongside Wes E, Tim Rodriguez, Mike Roy. This is Matt Armstrong. We're going to run down uh, week six in our uh, immaculate picks and uh, <laughs> then go, in, go into week seven on, uh, you know, a hot streak as we all practically got uh, smoked in our, our bets of last week uh no one is probably proud of their picks um uh, does anyone have any overall thoughts about how the game shook out we can just do them quick i mean niners rams i think you and i were both on the right side there pretty clear yeah yeah okay. i mean i was i was very demoralized after watching the dolphins just beat them into submission um i made a bad decision um <laughs> I, I made an emotional decision <laughs> I don't have to apologize. You don't have to apologize. You jumped off. It's okay. Not not one of the faithful this year. Can't do it every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Got the Buffalo lane against Chiefs. Ugh, that was an ugly game. On um, both teams. I mean, the Chiefs didn't look good in that game either. No, I I think there's definitely uh, some holes in the Chiefs. You know. It happens every year. You know, most teams don't have as many, like, um, you know, players that leave due to free agency or injuries or just playing a long year. Players look bad. But um, after the first couple of weeks, I've, I've, I, I think the, the Chiefs are a fallible team. But um, Bills, first time facing a good team. And yeah, like- the, the Bills are showing some real weaknesses, especially in their defense. Um, I think the Bills still are a good team, but they're not a part of the elite team, uh, elite teams in the league. Okay. And then, I'm going uh, Chiefs. I think we've got to believe in the Chiefs. I, I think, yeah, they're still up there. Um, oh, yeah. They're, they're a top they're, three team for sure. Yeah. And then for some reason we had to watch uh, the, 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 the – We don't, the we don't have to talk Cowboys. about the Cowboys. Oh, boy. God. That was one of the ugliest games. I had I had C D Lamb in that game and he was benched halfway through the game. <laughs> I was like I was like, he's your he's your one of your best wide receivers and he's benched? Like what in the world is going on here? Multiple leaks, uh, the next morning talking about how uh the several players don't think uh, yeah. McCarthy and his coaching staff know what they're doing. I can't believe that. He's never been known for being a bad coach. <laughs> well, I mean, that <laughs> seems like an easy thing to um, jump on. Uh, obviously, their players have had injuries and uh, mm-hmm. just haven't performed well. Um, often they're like, as I've been saying for the last five years, they uh, heavily invested in their O-line and Zeke and Prescott lived off of them and once uh uh tyron smith um zach martin uh i forget the other guy but once they went down they no longer have a pro bowl offensive line and so they're not good they're not a good offense it's uh they have they have the positional players but they don't have the beef to to keep people also problem is you have andy dalton throwing the ball like yeah he he could you could throw the ball more than three yards accurately. It was it was ugly. But it this, was really this, ugly. This is 
this is not a one week uh, glaring problem. No, of course, they, of course, been, no. They've they've been bad all year. They had the one yeah. lucky. Their uh, offense hasn't been as bad as their defense, though. Their defense is porous. Yeah. Yeah, they're, had, well, they're, their offense puts up points. Their offense has been putting up points all year. I don't know what the hell that was yesterday. That was one of the ugliest oh, Andy offensive Dalton. games. That's, you said it, you yeah, said yeah. it already. It's Andy Dalton. Yeah. That guy's terrible. Yeah, it's – that was ugly. Holy I mean, crap. Dak, Dak is not, like, an elite quarterback, but he's a he, – he is, you want that guy versus Dalton. Yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback. Dalton's not a guy. He's just, you're looking no. to replace him if, you, if Dalton's your guy. Whereas Dak, you're, yeah. you're hanging on. You're not throwing yeah. that fish back in the pond. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would put I would put Dak in the top twelve quarterback category. I won't put him in the top five. He's he's a lot like Tony Romo. Like he's exactly like Tony Romo. Very good, exactly. but not the best. But very good. Yeah. And you're not ever going to throw back a quarterback who's very good because you'll probably end up with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. <laughs> exactly. No, Dak keeps you in the game every single game you're in it. You just need a stop. He can and the carry. thing is the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. The, the Cowboys couldn't get stops. Well, that's that's not gonna that hasn't changed all year. They have not been yeah, getting yeah. stops. They're terrible. Yeah. I think they're the finished. Winners. What do you think? Well, in Dallas's defense, which I I hate to defend this team, but you know, foot uh they had four turnovers, two Zeke fumbles, one pretty unlucky um uh pick on a tip ball, and then one just poorly thrown ball where I think it was Lamb fell down. Um, I mean, getting you know, losing the turnover battle four nothing, you aren't going to win many games. Um, I don't know if I put this squarely all on Dalton. I mean, yeah, he didn't look that great, but you know, Zeke two fumbles, and I, I think there's once so Dak isn't is obviously out for the season. So this is Dalton's team to like kind of take control of and, and figure out how to run the offense. And I think it'll get better. Um, I, I don't think this team this team is as bad as they looked on Sunday. The defense is. But the offense has too many weapons, and I think they will find a way to, to uh, be more competitive. You think this team's better than the Falcons? No, not as of right now. I think they're in the same. With, I think they're in the same tier. They're in the same tier. No. Yeah. yeah, I think it's same tier. It's like I, I would know. say same tier, but I think the Falcons as of right now are better. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> damning. So they're done. So you, so we're agreed then. This team is done. Because I, I well, last, no, I had I think this team is winning a division. That's I had sure. some hope yeah, that they could they're... get eight wins and go to the playoffs. With Dalton, but hmm. I think the Cowboys are going to win the division, regardless. Oh, you do. Yeah, I, I, yes, I think they absolutely. will. As if they get seven wins, they'll win this division. <laughs> the Eagles are terrible. the 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 Giants are non-existent, and the and same with the Washington team. They they are all abs, absolutely horrific. Do you think seven watch. wins? I think five wins wins the division. <sighs> Man, it is. It is. All right, we talking too many, too much about these bad teams. Let's. Uh, that's true. We are talking a lot it. about that. Uh, we can move on to our best bets. Um, we had Tim, our our lone victor of the week, took the Titans, which was uh, an easy win for Tim, seeing as uh, that was quite a turn of uh, of events uh, in the last <laughs> yeah. six minutes. There was uh, <laughs> yeah. there was. Four lead changes. Never in uh, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Never in doubt, boys. Well, Arby's oh. is roasting me through text thread the entire time. Like, oh, they're done. The Titans. They, they, they should have honestly. They <laughs> they lost, need a miracle now. They should have lost outright, for sure. 
That was uh, fight. Oh, Cornell. Cornell, man. Why is he going for two there? Why? If he, Cornell. If he it, Come on, dude. He, Cornell's bad. If, if he kicks it the... there, it's eight. If he kicks it there, it's eight, and they have to go for two. Yeah, but the kickers – isn't their kicker – oh, well, no kickers are good. But you, you, you make that play because you have to do that in overtime too. So the math said it was fine, but um, it's just kind of bad luck. I, it's hard to grace your win as a well-thought-out um, well, uh, well, Also, bad defense. The Texans oh, yeah. the both, both both defenses at the end of the game were basically getting run down. Non-existent. The field they yeah. were non-existent that late in the game. The the Texans literally let the Titans run on them freely. It, Derrick it was, Henry it, had 200, it, two hundred. Two was it two hundred and sixty yards was, rushing? Uh, whoever had the ball last wins. Yeah, basically it was, was going to have it. That was uh, two bad teams. I don't know about the Two Titans. Two bad teams? Here. I don't know about that. Oh, the Titans bad, are bad. Undefeated Titans. It's <laughs> a bad team. Not bad teams. Just like there's – well, I mean, I guess we don't have a, a, a fair elite team um, this year. I don't think they're an elite <laughs> team, but I, I think they're a good team. I think they're a top ten team. I just don't think they're elite, the Titans. Yeah, but the, but the, the, the Texans were like the last place team, and they but yeah, got but gassed. It, it, they they are also well. They, we we all knew that they had a crappy defense. That was that was enough said. But they play with a lot more heart last week in a divisional game. These divisional games are crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get in these divisional games. And it just so happens that the Texans played their heart out and they lost. Texans another Falcons Cowboys tier team. What should we call these teams? Yeah. I, I it's like a, it's hard to balance um, the Texans right now because. They came out and looked good, uh, sans yeah. Bill O'Brien. So, like, maybe this team isn't a – No, a man, don't be fooled. It's Romeo Cornell. I, I, <laughs> I just think there was, like, a – He's a know, proven entity. I think it was a, yeah, a he's good – he's proven terrible. He is I who we thought a, he was. It was a good, you know, <laughs> the team might come out with extra, you know, uh, strength knowing that they're not being held down by their coach, GM. So they did. They, they, they were very close to win. <laughs> they were very close to winning that game. Um, I will. Uh, I will uh, drag the team that I I bet on. I had the Ravens minus seven against the Eagles, and I I started betting the late window. Just I knew I was like, oh, Ravens. This is in the books. I have won this bet. I'm going to start uh, placing bets on the on the late games. You left the back door open. They were up uh, at least 20 points, and um, yeah, they were. They they were very close to having to go to overtime. Uh, took uh, they were up 27-7. Yeah, took uh, took a two point conversion denial from having to go yeah. overtime. Um, de- definitely watching that game late and feeling terrible because yeah, you could just see the Ravens let off the gas. Uh, yeah. It felt like they, they, they could have easily ran it down, um, and they did not. So that's a a rough best bet to lose. Um, a bad beat for sure. Uh, Wentz popped off in garbage time, almost won the. He's he's back uh, into elite uh, Flacco range. 
Um, <laughs> Stafford, Stafford yeah. Flacco talk. Right. Sa- saved his career. I was, I was, I felt like he was on his deathbed um, for most of the, the year and he, he had a, had a big game. He looked terrible in the first two quarters though. Oh man. He was, um, he was real he, bad. He had negative points in fantasy in the first half. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then he popped off. Same, same with Cousins. Cousins had three turnovers in the first half of his game. This guy I, I was on the first quarterbacks every year. You try. I was, I was in tears. I was like, oh, he's playing the Falcons. This should be easy for him. If he hadn't had those three turnovers, he would have scored thirty-five points. He ended up throwing for four touchdowns in that game. <laughs> that was a fantastic, uh, yeah, fantasy line for both guys. Where it's like. <laughs> They, uh, I guess both came close to 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 winning the real game, but they recovered for their fantasy owners. Yeah. It's like, all right, these are, yeah, they're in the Cam Newton, uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, Matt Ryan kind of guys, where it's like, well, they're gonna lose, but they'll pick up three touchdowns for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna throw it exactly. 55 times and uh, <laughs> take yep. care of what you need, but they're just teams that cannot be trusted to win the actual ball game. Um, speaking of quality games, Thursday night football, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, God. Eagles four and a half point favorites here. Do you like giving four and a half points with Carson Wentz? Damn, the Giants <laughs> are really bad. The Came Giants off a big really win. Bad. Big win against the football team. <laughs> <laughs> That was an ugly game, though, that they won. That that was not a pretty yeah. game. That was very terrible. I I yeah, every time every time Redzine panned to that game, you know, <laughs> you just knew that all the other games were at commercial or something. It's like why <laughs> why are you showing me this game at this point? Because <laughs> yeah, it was they were both uh, quite hideous, and I guess um. I've I've ragged on uh, Daniel Jones enough. I saw plenty of terrible quarterbacking this weekend. He looked marginally better, but it's first of worst teams. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't see a lot of these guys progressing or getting, you know, into like someone I respect as a. You're kind. Twelve for nineteen, hundred twelve yards, one TD, one pick. <laughs> That's yeah. a respectable performance for him, huh? That's a game oh, manager. Dude, dude, that's a game insulting to him that, to praise him is, for this game. Is. He, had, he had, like, how many rushing yards did he have? He had, like, carries for 74. Yeah, that is similar to – who else did that? Oh, Josh Allen did that this week. Or he looked terrible as a thrower, and it's like, okay, you're just run option uh, kind of guy now. <laughs> we cannot trust you to put it in the air. I guess it was raining. So it was sloppy football. Um, so it's like that's reasonable to like not try and air it out when you're down. But those guys, yeah, just immediately when it's um, they're trusted to try and throw the ball or they're down by points, their only option is to start running. Mm. And uh, that's not something you really want to have faith in. Um, yeah, this uh, this is a stay away from me. But if I have to bet it. I'm just going to take the Eagles just because they're not the Giants. <laughs> That's literally my only reason. The Giants are so terrible, but so are the Eagles. But I think the Eagles at least can put a couple plays together to score. 
where I don't think the Giants can. Now, that's literally it. I would stay away from this game. I wouldn't touch it with a 100-foot pole, but if I had to bet, I'd bet the Eagles. Yeah, I think the Eagles showed some life, some fight the last two weeks. They were down big and came back to almost win or tie the game, like in the last quarter, down from the brink of death. So it's hard to fight to say this this team has no fight in it. Um, I think that shows up again here. I mean, yeah, it's like I don't want to take the Giants. I don't want to take the Eagles lane points. Um, but if anything, maybe the Eagles are going to get Jalen Hurts more involved, who's pretty exciting. And I think they still believe that, you know, it's a wide open division. And if anyone else can take it, it's the Eagles. Uh, I'll just take them at home on a Thursday night. I don't know. <laughs> the pro case for the Eagles is that their backup quarterback might be needed. <laughs> it's just what I just heard. That's no, that's they, the... no, they use him like as a Taysom Hill type uh, asset. Like, didn't they, like, didn't he come like, in to play like Taysom Hill type roles? Yeah. Yeah. He's against, a, yeah. He's a, yeah. So yeah. That's, flash, that's infinitely more it's like, like Stewart, Cornell infinitely Stewart, more yeah. exciting than yeah. anything on the Giants can do. So. <laughs> yeah, these teams are both not very inspiring. Yeah, does feel like the Eagles might be in that Texans tier as well. The C tier. We need a better name than the C tier for these teams because there's so many of them. These like badly flawed teams that can sometimes score at 35. Yeah. What are those teams? I have to think about it. But uh, yeah, I. Ugh. I'll take the Giants just because it feels like the Eagles are the only team that betters will be able to talk themselves into. And so they must, that must be the public side. I'll give me the Giants. I'm on Philly. Uh, what we haven't talked about is that Philly has gone up against two good teams and, uh, and almost beat the Ravens and beat the Niners. Yeah. So they're trending upward. They have, they've had some dogs first, first couple quarters. And then they mm-hmm. try and find a way back. They have really bad starts. And then I mean, they, they turn on. Yeah, and then they turn on late. It was the same against yeah. the Niners. The Niners, they start out horribly. They looked awful. And then the second I, half, I, they look like a completely different team. I'm, I'm still on the – I'm fading Giants and Jets for the entire year. <laughs> Forever, yeah. I, I, I haven't missed on, on Jets bets all year. Well, the Jets oh, haven't they, covered they, a spread all year. The, yeah, the Jets might go 0-16. This this team is atrocious. That team is... Yeah. Jets and Giants seem like... I I don't want to put Philly in... I, so, like, I put Giants and Jets in 0-16 category. Obviously, the Giants won this week, but by one point to a team that doesn't have a name. <laughs> and any team that could potentially make the playoffs, I think, should cover 4 and a half. That's yeah, um, division game, guys. Come on. Yeah, four and yeah, a half points. Division game. I'm Wes. I believe me. I don't blame you for taking the Giants. So I don't have much faith in the Eagles either. It's just that they're <laughs> not the Giants. That literally, that is my only reason for not picking the Giants. <laughs> is I mean, for, for for picking the Eagles over the Giants is the fact that they're not the Giants. The Giants are awful. They're just an awful team. But it's an interdivision game, so you don't really know. And it's on Thursday. It's the interdivision game on Thursday. You really don't know what's going to happen out there. Tampa Bay, three Tampa Bay, three point favorites, Tampa, yeah. going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. These are two of the teams I'd say who have improved their stock in 2020. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Definitely relevant 
the Bucks and the Raiders have Ooh. performed outperformed expectations. They definitely have. Mm, this in this Vegas, is a, and their the Bucks are three point favorites. Yeah, that's what kind of scares me. I, I, I think this should be even. I, I think oh, yeah, it should a be a complete, Yeah, I think this should be a completely even. I don't think it should be minus three. I'm on the Raiders. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be on the Raiders as well. Um, I, I agree with you there. I, I, I know think, uh, the Bucks. Bucks look ridiculous against the Packers. They looked really, really good. Oh, hi. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, but I. Team I'm that's flawed. Yeah, exactly. They're they're a very they very flawed team that struggled heartily against the Bears. The roller coaster. So I, These guys are exactly just another car on the roller coaster, up and down. Yeah. I agree with Wes in this one. I'm going to take the Raiders plus three. My take on the Bucks Packers game was the Bucks didn't look good until Rodgers made two major turnovers, and mm-hmm. then the game got out of hand. Yeah, and the Packers gave up. I the, on the other side, Gronk had his first good game of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's a trend that you like to see if you're a Bucks fan. Um, there's no world in which I enjoy having money on the Raiders. <laughs> They're always in it, man. Come on. I just can't. My heart. There's going to be car. a turnover. They're there's another roller coaster a- team, man. These guys are all on the same roller coaster. Yeah, I think I think this is definitely just a uh, not right line. I agree with both you guys. It shouldn't be this. It's an over. Should be even, from... or or it should be like, or it should be like minus one and a half. I think yeah. I think Buccaneers. like it should not be three. Two and a half. It I'm should not be three. Yeah. Too much respect. Boy. Just one half point. You in on it? It's it's interesting. Like this is the Raiders' third home game, and it's already week six or seven, seven, six, sorry. seven, seven, seven. It feels like they've never been home. Like we haven't had any games in Oakland except for that first one against the Saints and then the Bills. And then so really I don't know if the Raiders know their home field yet that well. It's kind of like a new stadium. And it is a new th- stadium. It is. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's crazy. And they don't play in Oakland anymore. That makes sense that they won't play in Oakland. No. So the Raiders <laughs> did beat the Chiefs, which is impressive. Um on the road. And then they but they get kind of stomped by um the Patriots. I don't know. I, I'm. I my heart says take the Raiders because you're right. I think this line is out of control. Um, but Tampa Bay's defense is for real. I think that Thursday game was just a throwaway. You know, it was a Thursday game on the road. They didn't have Godwin. They had a banged up Fournette, a banged up Mike Evans. Um, really, it was just an injury bowl. So kind of a forgettable game. I think Tampa Bay is the real deal. Um, it's hard to tell how good Oakland really is. You know, Josh Jacobs is a stud. <laughs> Um, but I don't know if I trust her defense yet. Uh, I think Brady can get the job done here. Um, I think it's a coaching mismatch. I mean, uh, I'm hesitant to lay the points, but I think Tampa Bay is a much better team. Uh, I like the Bucks. The Bucks lost to the Bears like 12 days ago. <laughs> yeah, they had no players. They had all the guys injured on a Thursday. Throwaway game. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We got one on the other side. That's what we needed. 
Rams, five and a half point favorites at the aforementioned Bears. Rams again getting the the line respect. A lot of love. A lot of love. Yeah, the line respect. Another roller coaster team, I would say. The Rams. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bears here. I'll be honest with you. Uh, they're laying this many points to a team that's what are they five and one now? Five and one. So yeah. So I, I mean, I, I can't believe this line. I think it should be three and a half of anything. Um. Yeah, I'll take Bears in the points. Yeah, agreed. Bears, definitely uh, too many points for the Rams. Uh, a team of the Rams quality should not be spotting more than a field goal on the road. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, make it make it three. I think the Bears play good as underdogs, and there's value here. Rams. All right, we got Chicago. Rams look kind of lost. I don't know what, what's going on with the Rams. <laughs> Easy. They're just a coin flippy team. When you have that quarterback, yep. you're not going to be a team that delivers golf consistent performance. Golf was atrocious last week. Well, he was 19 of 38 last week. That's what he does. He's he's in every oh, other game. Man. Kind of yeah. This is hard. We 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 definitely try and avoid going down the line with this group, but it is hard to say. The Rams are five and a half point favorites. Yeah, that's, after, that's after, tough, man. But I have not bought the Bears yet. I think their defense is good, and I think Foles will not cough up games. But Foles has not actually been very good as a quarterback. He is not Trubisky, where he can't hand off the ball or throw three yard outs. <laughs> but that team can't score. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take the Rams so we can spice it up. This this line seems that it could move too. I think it'll be a sneaky good game. You know, Aaron Donald versus Khalil Mack could be a pretty good matchup there. Fun to watch. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game. I just... This quarterback gets murdered worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, yeah, basically, it's both both quarterbacks are gonna get beat up. I think it's gonna be a tight game. I think it's gonna be like a twenty seventeen game. A lot of running. It's so many yeah, I think points. It's, it's that's cool. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, like, yeah I think yeah. it's gonna be a. I think this game's gonna be a bruiser. Imagine being these, five and one, and a five and a half point underdog to a dog team yeah. that just lost to the Niners. Yeah, that is crazy. Like that. It's like, what do we have to do to get respect around here? They have a great defense. They do. Yeah. They do. That's great. Kyle Fuller, Kyle Fuller is unreal. He's great corner. Probably best in the league right now. We got some banger games to to avoid, but. Yeah. A lot of tough lines. I, a lot of three yeah, and a half. There, there. There's, there's a lot of tough lines. But I'm back. I'm gonna take the Niners over the Patriots. <laughs> I'm back. He's... I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners over the Patriots. In New England, you want the Niners? In, yeah, well, I'm gonna take them. They just wow, lost. Man. They just got. They got a huge. They, the the Patriots are hurting right now. They're really hurting right now. They just got beat badly against the Broncos. They're still gonna be reeling, and. And the Niners are getting points, and I think the Niners are going to win outright this game. Okay. I think I think the game's gonna I think the game's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be like 21-17, 20-17. I think it's gonna be a close game, but I think the Niners are gonna win outright. 
Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Niners. I'm so tempted to take the other side. Belichick going to lose two games in a row in this spot? Come on. Against Garoppolo? Come on. <laughs> One of the craziest things about watching that game tightly, the Pats versus Broncos, was that the defense for the Pats were so locked down. They caused, what was six field goals? Maybe it was seven? Mm-hmm. Like, they – we're in constantly bad field position because Cam Newton and just the rest of the team creating turnovers over and over again. But I think they had, it was like four fumbles, only like two lost. Cam threw two picks and it was still like a winnable game late. Um, the defense is back. I mean, they've had tons of turnover and the Broncos suck offensively. Um, but geez, I don't see this team really turning around. It's not like they've found any momentum in that game. Cam looks lost. I, it, it seems like if I was Cam, I would be throwing it to Edelman all game, and he never threw him the ball. I don't he think just he just had COVID like 15 minutes ago. The guy's not. I, I don't. I don't. Shape. I don't blame Cam. He's. Gonna, it's going to take him a couple weeks to recover. That's another reason why I'm on the Niners for this game. He hasn't practiced in three weeks. Like, it's going to take him some time to get back into it. Yeah. Maybe I, just a week. Maybe this week. It's a tough game, yeah. At home, get healthy against the Niners. The West's argument like, is pretty strong there, with their revenge were, angle. There was also <laughs> the, the Niners angle, too. It's like they look terrible. There's no Niners angle. They, they look terrible <laughs> against the, uh, the, the Dolphins. They, they had low energy. The game was over in the first quarter, and they gave up. And so the line, you know, ended up being like, high 30s and Niners put up like 10 points or something and then this week they had to play a defense uh division game and they smoked out the Rams so they're they're moving high this is a game they have to win if they want to you know win the division or stay in in the wild card here so in the hunt yeah yeah that was a game that they had to win uh oh yeah a t- much different spot here for them well, I mean, I, I think this is a must-win for them because it does not get any easier from here. They have the toughest yeah. schedule in football right. from here on out. Like, the Patriots yeah. is their easy game. <laughs> like, this is this is a huge game from them. They need this one because they, they, go, they go down and they face the Seahawks next week. They face the Seahawks in Seattle next week. So, like, they need this one. They can't, they can't go below 500 and then expect to win in Seattle. I think the Pats the need this one. Week. Yeah, the Pats need one of those too. The Pats need one because, I mean, the the Dolphins' schedule is really weak. The Dolphins might make the playoffs due to the fact that their schedule is a joke. Because they're – I mean, I'm not going to say they're a good team, but they're they're definitely competent enough to beat bad teams. I think these are equal teams, and it's a a half-point short. Yeah. Coming off your well, your ten point uh, bet on the Pats last week, I'm not just gonna go off what you did for me lately. I think the quality of the team is higher than they showed last week, and if I compare them to the Niners on Sunday, not you know not last week, nothing not last week, I think they're three or three and a half. Well, I think money's gonna come in and turn this into a three three point game. To mm-hmm. be honest, this is early on in the week, so it's showing two and a half. But I think money is going to come in and turn this into a flat three or th- even a three and a half. I don't know. Silicon Valley has, 
has their pockets too. I think this probably stays where it is. All right, so when I looked at my best bets, uh, even though I've done absolutely terrible this year, and probably you should not do it, anything that I say, do the opposite. <laughs> um, there were two games that kind of jumped off at me as way incorrect lines. Uh, the first one, which I'm not going to give my best bet, which I kind of thought about was the Chiefs. I don't think should be laying that many points uh, in Denver. I kind of like the, the Broncos in that spot. But really the game that jumped off the page to me was I think the wrong team was favored in the Steelers-Titans game. Hmm. Uh, Steelers getting all the love, always a public team, somehow are favored in Tennessee against another 5-0 team. 6-0? Um, 5-0. They're both five and zero. Um, yeah, Tennessee. All they do is just win games. Like maybe they'll look pretty, but Derrick Henry's a beast and he's running through people. And Tannehill's having a pretty good season. Um, I think Tennessee is like kind of like Chicago in the sense that they're still underrated and undervalued somehow. Like how are they home dogs? Uh, the Steelers are beasting. Steelers, they beasted last week, but they almost lost to you know um, Broncos at home. They were losing to the Texans big. But come on, this you, you forget the forget the you know circumstances of week to week you know NFL. This is a really good team. Oh no, absolutely, Steelers are a very good team. Um, they, I don't think they've are completely there yet. I think the first couple of weeks, like they've showed some weaknesses. Uh, the offense took a while to get going. Defense has been playing really well though. But, and also they've been winning games too. I think Tennessee is on par with them, doing very similar things with um, a better running back. And so I think at home, Tennessee should be at least pick them or giving some points just for uh, their home team. Um, I think Tennessee gets the job done here. I think all they do is just win and stay close. And I'll take a team getting points in that situation. All right, rolling with the. Is he also the D train? What is his nickname? I was I was this close to taking that game. I was very close to taking that game. I was I was thinking about taking the Titans in that game too. Yeah. I'll be honest. And the wrong team's favorite. <laughs> I'm not buying that. <laughs> they they almost lost. With, all right, so I'm just gonna give my best bet until why I I hate your analysis. I the Titans almost lost to the Texans. And they suck. That's not so did the Steelers. They did not. They both suck. almost lost. Yeah, so <laughs> the Steelers. They the Steelers only won. Was it by four points? Yeah, but like they've won all their games. So, so did the Titans. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, so it's like the same argument. They're equal teams. It's a basically, they're, they're equal teams. And why is a road team then giving points? Equal teams. So it's just straight uh, which team is better. And you I think, no, I think there's line value on, on Tennessee on a home team getting points, equal teams. Yeah, but a home yeah, team usually it, gets three. This is two. Uh, for home field advantage, so they should be favored by three. They should be giving three points for home field to, uh, to, to neutralize yeah, but it's a that. Three, it's a three-point game. The wrong way. It's yeah. in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. But it's a, it's a field goal game. I think you're reading it wrong, Army. 
Ten- uh, yeah, so it's it's Steelers minus yeah, two. The, getting, the, ti- the, Titans are, the Titans are giving two points, but you're no, saying that... Getting. No, 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 the Titans no, are getting. getting. Titans are home yeah, dogs. The Titans are, all right, 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 right. They're dogs by two points, but you're saying it's like going to be a close game. So it's a field goal game, right? You. I think it will be, points. and I'll, I'll, t- I'll get the team getting points. I mean, the margin of one, two points is not, not something I'm very big fan of. All right, well, let's hear your pick then. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, I'm going to take the Packers versus the Texans. Uh, Packers are, whatever, giving three and a half on the road yeah. to the mm-hmm. Texans. And I, it was just a bad start by the Packers uh, in Tampa Bay. Obviously, it's back-to-back road games. Um, but uh, if we're supposed to believe who the power rankings, of last week, what was the the line going to be had the Texans not put up a fight against the Titans last week? The I think the Packers would have been at least six and a half, maybe even a full touchdown against the Texans. If it was if the Packers had a close game with the Bucks, win or lose, I feel like the line would have been much higher than it is. I like this. This is buying low on the Packers. I, I agree with you guys on, on this Packers one. I, I was actually looking at this one, too. Uh, the, the, the three I was looking at was Niners, Packers, and, and uh, Titans. Those were the three I was looking at. And I just – I happened to pick the Niners because, you know, the Niners are my team. But, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you on all those points. I think the Packers are going to demolish the Texans. I don't think this game's going to be close. Not completely wrong this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've I'm I'm torn between the Seahawks and the Chargers. On one hand, I think the Jaguars are real bad. <laughs> yep. And I think yep. the Chargers are potentially one of those roller coaster teams that can oh, be pretty good week to week. But could also see this being a 13 to 10 game. Yep. That's very uh, plausible. And so I'm very tempted to bet to sort of buy the blue chip stock and say, give me the Seahawks giving three and a half. But we just have spent half this podcast talking about division teams. And this is a, a home home underdog division team against a team that they have played well against even when they were a bad team. So I'm not really in love with that too much either, even though I do think the Seahawks are, are better than the Cardinals. Um, all right. Well, then in that case, I think I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers, giving seven and a half, which feels like a lot <laughs> for a team like that to give uh, against Minshew Mania and the Jaguars, even though I have liked the idea of buying low. Jacksonville going all the way to Los Angeles for a game here is after, you know, another sort of, Bad performance, getting throttled by the Lions. I'm I'm out. I'm out on the Jags. Give me the give me the Chargers. Herbert, I, I agree with you on both. Of, uh, I agree with you on both assessments. I would. Uh, I wouldn't take Seattle struggle mightily against the Cardinals over the years. I don't know what it is that the Cardinals have against the Seahawks, but they have something where they they beat them. They beat they flat out beat them. For yeah. Seattle. People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they, 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 they lose like tough games against against the Cardinals, and, and so I, yeah, I, I, I believe you uh, that that's that's a good bet. 
on uh, staying away from Seattle. I, I was I looked at that and I was like, oh man, Seattle's way better than the Cardinals, but the Cardinals always play the Seahawks tough. Um, and yeah, the Jaguars are dog shit. So I mean, they're easy to bet against. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, they're bad. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's funny they like sort of threw us off the scent with a early season win, but yeah, they were in that Jets Giants tier, and it turns out they 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 are <laughs> still. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was I tempted to go against Agreed. the Jets here as well, and but the, I think the Bills have been so roller coastery that giving thirteen on the road is a yeah. little rich. Yep. A little yep. rich. Ten, I feel like I would feel comfortable with, but. 13 is it is all much yeah you're not getting any I agree. value with that that's for sure so the history of the seahawks cardinals head-to-head matchup seahawks lead 21 20 and 1 hmm. basically 500 yeah, close and yeah. you would think but, considering I mean, that every... the seahawks have been like one of the best teams of the last 10 years that yeah in, in, way more in Russell Wilson era you'd think like he's been dominant but literally no, 500 every, cardinals. every single game is close it's tightly contested I mean, it's it's a 50-50. Yeah, it's a coin flip, like yeah. every single game. They won a bunch of games with some, like, fraudulent quarterbacks, too. Dude, yeah, exactly. They like, they beat clowns, like, taking snaps. Guys that, like, were, like, third stringers, yeah. fourth stringers, like, guys that never expected to take the field when – what was it? What was the one year where, like, they had three guys go down in, like, three weeks? Yeah, it was, it was bad. They had, like, Ryan Lindley. Yes, yeah. Ryan they went Lindley, down like yep. this track of like guys that like <laughs> were like small college, never and they had John Skelton. Yes. Yeah, John Skelton, yes. And they still managed to beat the the Seahawks somehow. Like Yeah. They had a good defense. I don't know what it is. And Arians is a good coach. Defense. I think Arians is a respectable coach. The box score of the Seahawks Cardinals game uh, in twenty twelve and it was fifty eight to nothing, Seahawks. <laughs> Oh my lord! Really? Wasn't there one year where yeah they had a game like that and then the uh, Cardinals won the second game? Do you see it? Do you have it? I feel uh, like see. that was a thing. 20, so twenty twelve. Yeah, first uh, Cardinals won the second. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow, we're too good at this. It's just <laughs> burned into the memory. Twenty to sixteen. I'm sure there was money on the line. <laughs> Well, I mean, even the Niners, even in their darkest days, would manage to win a game against the against the Seahawks. What was it? Uh, two years ago, two yeah. years ago, when the Niners were not a good team, they managed to beat the Seahawks in Division weeks games. sixteen or seventeen. Division games. All right, I have another yeah. lock to add here, and it's it's top esports minus two hundred against Sooning Gaming. This is a lock. This is absolute back up the truck. <laughs> <laughs> put the house on the line here top esports 3-0 this team like a month ago the meta has not changed the players have not changed top has better players in every role the sooning gaming win conditions are not existent here they were a good matchup for jdg because they could out talent them in a couple of spots but this is not a team that they're going to be able to out talent we saw what happened when they picked <laughs> they picked to try to win top. They try, picked to try to win bot. They did not. They could not do it against any of these lanes. Top esports minus two hundred. <laughs> Have I sold you? <laughs> no, I, I've liked top all along. So, uh, no, I agree I'm sold. I don't know. Wang Fang and Sword are popped off. 
and not against six nine look three six nine looks bad. Hanfung against Jackie Love. Do you remember LPL semifinal? Doesn't matter. These guys are hot now. It was a stomp. I, yes, I know. <laughs> they're they're well. a level above the Loken bot lane. They popped off. Yeah, they're 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 in a good mode. I I the uh, hot three hand, six nine did not look great. Three six nine. Bin got manhandled by Zoom. He didn't look good. So yeah, it's a bot lane. So yeah, we got uh, who's that guy? Angel. Angel against Knight, and Jackie Love against Huan Feng. So minus 200. And Karsa against SFM. SFM. Minus 200 is really light. Mm -hmm. I, all of them, well, final, so. It should be minus mine. 400, I think. Wow. Put a dime on it. They just they, swept they them. To, they, they just went, swept them of, like a month ago. And they, they went to they went to game five versus Fnatic. Yeah, but I don't think Suning does what Fnatic does. It was went to game five. <laughs> Didn't it just seem like Top played some really bizarre comps though? Like once they started playing their comfort champs, they they stomped them. Maybe not stomp yeah. them, but they they handled them. I thought. I thought once they went to. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the the comms like Karsa? He's like, just pick me, Lee Sin. They're like, it's not good. He's like, I'll pray to the Tian gods. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> popped off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like LPL Lee Sin gods, please. <laughs> like, and that was like, game three, right? Bless my bless bless this heart of my cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, I was watching live at 4 a.m. I was like, oh, here we go. Carsa a, a blind picking Lee Sin. It's like, oh, they lost. Like, he has no faith in meta junglers. And then <laughs> he was the Lee Sin god. Yeah, he was and he was. And, and it does seem like they can still play around mid if they really want to. It really is weird when they put Knight on Galio. Blech. I don't want to see any more Galio. That that's not good enough. Can't that's see. not. That's it's similar to like when Bjergsen's on uh, supportive. <laughs> you won't even <laughs> say it. It's Zillion when he plays Zillion. He, no, he, plays, he plays Lulu or Karma. It's like oh yeah, oh, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> Your it's best terrible. player cannot be on those champions. He's you no. Know. Man, There's no. not enough damage output. No. He's... That and like it's like maybe if you've yeah, like it's last pick and you've done that because everyone else is uh suited for a Galio pick. But like he early picked Galio. It's like okay. That's not good. That's a band aid champion. That's an I don't trust my teammates champion. And that's mm. that's not what you want from your mid laner who's supposed to be your hard carry. But yeah, he's, he's not. He's, he's, not, he's, not he's, he's never done it at Worlds. He's never performed. And this is worse. This is by far worse. He's he, he's not he's definitely not like a Doinby where like pick TF in Rome the entire game, like a Galio should be doing. He was a he's, TF player too. Well you can dominate in lane as TF. It's just like 
he's not exactly no he runs i don't know i don't know what i'm saying there his uh his his killer instinct is weak his lucian was (laughs) that was really sad he was so fed and they really he i mean if if you're if you get that guy fed he has to carry you if if he's your if he's your face of your franchise and and he he was bad late in that game he threw the fight at baron he didn't use his ultimate in that fight like what what are you waiting for <laughs> a fight that decided the game he could have thrown it into the Baron and they would have finished it. And then you got double if like doing camps and instead of hitting the Baron and then they lose the Baron because <laughs> they didn't have time to burn it. That was terrible. Those two guys, man, I don't know how you, uh, how you go to an international tournament with those guys and never think you're going to win. I don't think that's, I don't think it's possible. They both somehow play so much below their, their level. Their level is based off like being able to out skill people, but they don't skill gap any of these guys. One of the things that the Fnatic top series, I think Fnatic played team fights really well. The problem was in the last three games they lost lanes every all three of the games. So it wasn't even anymore. But in the first two games, like when uh, top was on on the back foot. They lost every team fight. They did. Fnatic did their homework. They figured yeah. out that Yuyanja is by far top's worst player, and so they they took a page out of every LPL's team book and said, "Let's attack! Let's attack the fuck out of that guy." Mm-hmm. And it's probably been a while since that's happened to to them because there's no reason for them to have been scrimming teams that can do that to them. To this point. Right, yeah, just to disable Jackie Bug. But they, I think, I think they, they also showed that. Oh, if you do that to us, we have an answer. It's just pick a, pick a safer lane, pick a pushing mm-hmm. lane, and then Fnatic didn't have an answer for that. Maybe, maybe Suning does. I doubt it. I don't. I didn't think that. Um, yeah, uh, this is hard. I mean, I I thought there was a very good chance Fnatic could have one yeah that line went kind of crazy so i probably should have bet it luckily i didn't i guess would have lost money but nemesis played terrible he's a bad player so there's is angel at the nemesis level i think he's better than nemesis but i think i think top esports counter assuming gaming Look at their strengths. Like, Bin is Suning's best player, and he's not gonna. He got bodied by three six nine. He got bodied by Zoom. I don't know. I think SOFM can. Is better than Carsa. Is gonna handle Carsa. He got manhandled as well. I I don't know. He could probably uh, carry jungle better than Carsa. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to rewatch that series because it was so convincing watching it the first time that they were just not able to, that they tried kind of everything they could and weren't able to penetrate in any area of the map. I don't know how, what's, I mean, unless you, what is the level up that would get them past them to me? Uh, how do you feel about uh, G2 Dam1? What is the difference between Dam1 and, who did G2 just beat? 
Genji. Genji. I mean, damn one. It's a big Korean gaff, but they still play the Korean game. So, like, FG2 can out. Pretty G2. different styles, though. Damn one. Yeah. They fight a lot. They do not fight a lot. Showmaker. Watch Way more than Gen G. Showmaker, baby. Yeah, Showmaker's. He's a roamer. I don't know. How many times did uh, Nuggery play one? Um, two, I think. Yeah. That, that was, what was that? That was even less than whatever Top is giving. That Damwon DRX game, that's the one we should have all It in. was minus 700 Damwon. But it was free money. I thought it was free. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing. We saw them 3-0 them like four weeks ago. Why would anything change? They stomped them. And they play them all the time. They're in the same league. There's no reason to like expect a surprise. Fnatic, something like that, you can see it because it's like, oh, this team played different. way different than oh. we've been scrimming or playing in, you know, for the last nine months. Because you know, Fnatic does shit where they just like, they don't contest dragons for no reason. Or they don't contest dragons in, in some cases. And, like, in LPL, everyone can test every single dragon. And so, like, that kind of stuff can throw you off. Same thing with, like, get targeting. But I don't know. That one, yeah, I agree. Damn one. That was, that was free money. This one I'm pretty coin flippy on. And so since you get positive money on G2, I'm pretty excited about that. But I don't know how you could push Damn one past G2. They haven't proven much to, any, to me. They haven't beaten anyone yet this uh, tournament. The one, the best win they have is the JDG win, but they lost to them too. And JDG turned out to not be really able to play meta. Where did Army go? He left. <laughs> well, guess what? I'll just let my word stand there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Army's so, like, so I'm gone. Right, I'm an old man. My bladder can't handle it. He was racing to the window to make his bets. You missed my um, whole rant on. No, no, I, I heard it all. I just muted myself. Um, I have big money on G2 winning it all. I guess I bet the 25-1 before quarters. And wow. I think I've added for this series on G2 because it feels like, you know, just rooting for the Western team and it seems like the right line. So Why wouldn't it be a 50-50? G2 beat them pretty convincingly last year. Damwon has only beaten Korean teams in best of fives, and G2 has had no problem doing that. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like they fear the Korean-style league. They beat the same um, team, and the biggest gap to me is is the bot gap, actually. I don't think Damwon has a good bot lane. They're okay. They're, you know, they're fine, but I don't think they're at the Jackie Love tier or or the Perks Mickey tier. They're definitely not better than them. They maybe they're equals if you you know if you're convinced that Ghost is a, can Ghost hard carry a game by himself. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen that. And I I mean you know you know me I you know going back to the days of Smeb and Smeb versus Duke I'll I'll take a an a an A tier top laner to be able to hold a an S tier top laner back. And I think Wonder might be an S tier guy as well. So I don't think the Nuggery Wonder thing is going to swing in their favor. Canyon is another, you know, just like uh, Clid, another guy that's only lost to Yonkos. 
So I, I think this is even money. So you're getting plus 180. Put it on G2. That's, I mean, I trust every player on in had to listen to your stupid Thorin thing about Yanko. <laughs> I, I trust every player on G2 except for Yanko. Sometimes he can get dumpstered. Sometimes he can get dumpstered by the other jungler. Um, so, like, if he can't win the Nidalee Grave Lilia uh, decision, then they could lose. I think Wonder can uh, beat up Nagri. Um, it really could just be a draft kind of game. I also, I'm, I'll admit, uh, I am starry-eyed for the, the after the Caps performance last week. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> styled on. He absolutely styled on BDD. That was really impressive. He took him to the woodshed. I was gonna say Showmaker hasn't really popped off. I think he had an Akali game maybe in group stage, but you know, those don't count. Probably against uh, some fraudulent team. But the Caps eleven o eleven on Silas. When was the last time you saw someone do that? We were told all quarterfinals they can't carry. There were some insane, like, split-second, like, Tom Kench devour, and then Caps goes back in with no health and slowly heals. Three seconds. And then goes goes back in. Yeah, it was insane. That guy's Uh, not sued. I think he's right at the top level right now of mid lane. Yeah, G2 leveled up. They had it's, uh, it's tails. Mickey has been world. Mickey has been really good too. I hope they I hope they get their prep right. I'm still not convinced by the Lilia Nilly picks for them. That does feel you. like a potential question mark, but one of the things that is like a hole for G two, and they talked about it during the game, was that they consistently give up early Drakes and. Uh, Harold, which yeah. the Korean teams are like perfectly fine setting up for that two minutes before it. Um, so they're going to have that disadvantage, I guess, because that's their preference. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know that it's a disadvantage. I think that is probably where the series is decided, though, is around that like 10 to 20 minute mark. It's It's those, you know, one to three fights where it's like, yeah, you set up for the dragon, we're going to dive your top and mid. Or you set up for the herald, we're going to get plates on our bot laner, and then we're going to dive our, your top laner. Um, yeah. And whoever comes out ahead on those probably, yeah, probably wins the series. But I think it's been, I mean, they pretty much proved that it, that that can work in this meta against Gen G. They, <laughs> they were handing over dragons like it was not a, not a problem at all and building pretty enormous gold leads. Um, and once they decided to fight, hey, we're two, two, three items. Uh, it was Genji could not, could not handle them. Um, what a downward trend for everyone on Genji. I didn't like that team all year. I, I, I really, it's it feels too much like an older style of league that just, if you are a team that is truly min maxing. You, you will never have a problem beating a team like that because they just don't they don't make the sort of like super aggressive snowball-y type plays when they have those comps. They just try to run this very formulaic style and outskill you. And 
they weren't going to outskill G2, just like they didn't outskill uh, Damwon. It's uh, kind of like a the analogy is like they'll be eager to burn a flash, but then not follow up and do something reckless and try and punish that flash burn. Just be happy like, about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, bot flash. Like, we'll come down. If it doesn't look like a, a 100% win, we'll back off. Well, it's like, well, now they can't go aggro on us, so take the, take the lead elsewhere. Take the pressure elsewhere because they can't yeah. pressure us. And it's like, oh, good. We'll squeeze we out a 6 CS lead in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll have the CS lead. I thought they... I, I they how many... Oh, they had the CS lead in all three games. It, it looked like they choked to me. They did some they really inty stuff. Like, how many times did we see, like, like, Rascal, like, took four tower shots just dying under a turret to try oh, to get, boy. like, the mid-tier one? Like, that five one. people went on. It was, like, cr- some really bad catches. I thought they were tilted. Very quickly. Rascal's not good. Doran, another top laner. The, the, the Koreans, they're running uh, top laners. Yeah, they, they're all getting. It's, it's almost a, It's almost like a, the catch twenty two where if your teams all want to play this particular style, then you're gonna kind of kill off the successful carry top laners, because it's like we're not gonna invest in the shy, or Khan. Or, you know, he left. He was like, I'm going to LPL where people will funnel me. Pretty much. I think, uh, what about, like, do you, how do you feel about the meta right now? Because, like, my, my main opinion, and I've probably said this before, is that I'm not a big fan that everything revolves around Dragonfall. Yeah. E- everything is like, well, we got the first two dragons, so we have the command on how we pick the, the next fight because soul is so important and i guess g2 is the one team that is like eh, who cares um so i mean other than ocean i, I guess infernal is important but... i don't know if it's as much a requirement as it is the teams that are the best have decided that is how you play that that's every team they're just like uh we every game revolves around the the drake souls Cause like, if if you're say say you get up two, yeah, I'm with you. No, I agree. I agree. It's all the you know half the game is just the camera is sitting over the dragon pit, and yeah, how, and watching them set up vision and fight for vision. Yeah, um, you get two, and then the other team gets one. It's like oh, okay, we'll see you again in five minutes. And now the really it's like the ball's in their court. They got the last dragon. They have the first step on everything for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I do miss the sort of the every now and then Fiora Jack's unstoppable split push game. That doesn't seem like it's possible when you have this much dragon focus. Um, but I, 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 I do think you do get to see really, really good team fighting because these teams are practicing the same fights over and over the same areas, the same battles for vision. So there is some interesting element to that, but it, it, it's it's a little much because it does feel like a very formulaic... It, it can be a very formulaic game where it just becomes um, dragons up, we got to fight. And 
that's a little sort of small brain compared to some of the more macro games that have had other metas. But I, I don't know. I mean, yes, you sort of are saying we're forcing we're forcing the timing of this game to move along by having the dragon stacking and the dragon soul and the dragon, uh, the elder dragon. But I'm just thinking back to the other like memorable worlds metas, like ardent meta was kind of the same. You had to team fight, but it was just determined by which team had more heart engaged. And, and then it was like, let's see whose hyper carries are more fed. <laughs> but that didn't feel like it was so much smarter to me. And the vision game from when Samsung and SKT were winning in five and six also like it was just a vision suppression game, which also was like pretty boring for long stretches of the game. Uh, you know, if <laughs> teams could give as many dragons as they want, it almost didn't matter. And so it just became like a, we'll wait till we have five items on our AD. And then the other teams said, answer the question, like, do we also want to wait till that? Or we wait till six items, and then it's like you just get into the scaling battle. Which season six was strictly. I don't think is that funny? Yeah, well, season six was just which team comes wins late. And yeah. uh, the the Could one yeah, so like, like League of Thrones. Yeah, part of the the like there's no split push option in pro play is disappointing because like yeah like LS always talks about like no one knows how to side lane push waves, freeze waves, it's like, well, it's not important anymore. You need to have TP up to, you know, come to the demand of Dragon or Baron. It's important, but it's situational. And you you don't do it in such extreme ways as he advocates for, because he's, like, carbon printing that from, like, solo queue, like, freeze your lane, like, for the next 15 minutes and farm up, and <laughs> no one will ever yeah. catch up to you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but your team will never get into their own jungle if you do that in competitive. Um, but I do think that there is something to it that does work. I don't know. Which metas did you prefer? I think the most... I have one in mind that's my like favorite, but what's yours? Obviously, Ardent was the worst. Mm. I, yeah. I, I think mean, season six... I think season six was the worst. The fucking vision denial constantly... Isn't that that's wait? What season are we in? Arden was the, the year that twi- uh, SKT beat Samsung the first time, first year. The games that went sixty minutes. And yeah. No one was dying. There'd be like you would get two minute long, like, two minute long, five minute, five man fights, you, and you no one get died hit by like a Leona ultimate and the Leona engage and like a Galio ultimate, and then maybe you'd have your shields broken and you'd <laughs> like need a Mikhail's. Like it was like, everyone just lived forever. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's like, um, it's kind of like a, like chess. You could play that a little bit. Whereas like the current meta is like, Jin could get blown up immediately. <laughs> it's like, Oh, well we lost. Uh, we have to give up the Drake. I think that makes it a bit more exciting. It's not my favorite meta, but it's it's maybe my second. Second or third. I think my favorite is the when the when IG won. Because mm-hmm. I felt like every role could carry. You definitely had top and mid carries, and you had some teams who had ADs who could do it. 
I thought that was pretty pretty legit because it was like it was it would yeah. be like the most akin to like the NBA to me where like if you have LeBron that guy's probably going to pop off 75% of the games or more and I felt like during that season it was like every game I watched rookie and the shy and they are legendary <laughs> like it's like I I'm getting to see the best players unlocked whereas like right now I think it is hard for mid laners to like pop off and get 10 kills like caps that was like the greatest performance i've seen all worlds um whereas like i thought it seemed like every game that season it would be the most fed top or mid won the game most of the time i think the problem that i have it's just probably like the evolution of the game is that junglers are everywhere now so like top laners cannot just like bully and a mid laner cannot bully. They're a Pantheon level two. It's 2v2. Support, su- support is going to roam on you somehow. Yeah. Why and, would you ever take a 1v1 when you know that there's a really good chance the support of the jungler has to be there? Someone's there. Yeah. And so there's, you're not going to do it blindly. Um, oh, jungler's bot. Oh, maybe I'll go in and start fighting. Whereas, like you know, before you know, people probably not. Probably will TP. <laughs> they, they, well, yeah, they, that that is the one thing I missed about earlier seasons is the TP power. Like maybe not like how quickly you could TP. It was like five seconds before. It's like seven or eight now. I forget what it is. I think it went but from like, maybe three to five. But now you can't cancel, which is like also like you're fucking making a gamble here, bro. <laughs> Whereas before it's like, oh, you could use this to like, like, oh, they have to back off. They're going to run away. Whereas now it's like, I could lose my lane forever if I fuck up this teleport. Um, it's almost the, yeah, it's like the, it's a game of chicken right now. It's such a game of chicken because it's like. We'll keep, okay, our, you know, our jungler's here. Well, so is ours. Well, our mid laner's here. Well, so is ours. All right, well, we'll TP down our top. And then it's like, well, will you? And if you won't, then you basically have to just bail on this fight and hope that your top laner gets some plates and hope that you don't all die. Or you match it and then you try to win the fight. But it, I like that because it like brings in, I'm not saying you don't, um, but it like adds almost that element of like what's happening in the top lane is actually going to impact what happens here. Because if you're way behind, then fuck no, I'm not going to teleport down there. I'm down 30 CS. I could stay up here, get two waves, get a plate, and go back to base totally safely. Or I could TP down and, and probably die the moment I teleport. Like, so it, it kind of translates and it sort of like balances out the power within the game. Uh, in the early game, which is at least in some leagues in the early game. Which I think is like the most exciting league when there is that sort of game of chicken where it's like, I'll raise, re-raise, re-raise, re-raise. And it's just like, okay, well, we've gone five bets. Now let's flip our hands over. Or I went five bets, you went four. Throw your hand away. The penalty is much higher though now. Where it's like, if you're a mid laner, you're in Oriana, you need to back on your last chapter. You can't just teleport bot level three to try and turn a fight. <laughs> I've seen lane. it. <laughs> Your, your lane is doomed. 
And yeah, I don't know that the lane matters that much anymore for these. But before, before, like you could at least fake out the the two v two to back off, and you could pull back your TP and stay lane, uh, similar to the top, but you can't do that anymore because your TP has to go through. It's hard to disentangle the meta from from like what the pros are playing too. Because, like, there's, like, meta champions and, and the meta of, like, the dragon and stuff. But then there's also, like, the pro teams have gotten so much better. I mean, the, the stuff that they're talking about now, even just, like, that the, like, the analysts are talking about is so much more advanced than it was a couple of years ago. So it's hard to say that even if you just reverted the game back to Season 7's numbers, I don't think the teams would play the same. I think there would be it would be more like it is today in a lot of ways because people have figured out that it is optimal to take a lead and go dive bot, take a lead and go dive top. And like those things were very rare early on. Um, and now like the four man dive is like, that's a standard play. It's like a collection of things that have happened, like gold efficiency and like the power that items give you. And the strength of champion. And the strength of roles, too. Support has gotten so much stronger. Exactly. So, like, everything has totally changed. I mean, I didn't play when it was, like, season three or four, but, like, basically, the support was just a a word. (laughs) Like, you you know, there were ones... Yeah. You could, could, uh, you know, Leona go in and die, but uh, you had four wards and pink wards all over the place, but you had no items. And that was what the jungler was supposed to be as well. Just like, I am here to 2v1, but I actually don't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. meta. I, I think this is not bad, it's not bad. I, I kind of just don't like um, the jungle meta. I don't like the champions. Let's uh, end recording.